What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Hitters Only Podcast. Glad you're here with, with me today listening. Got some uh, good stuff to talk about today, but just want to do a real quick uh, shout out to my sponsors. And when I say sponsors, I mean the one and only Knockout Nails. They have the most beautiful array of nails that you can find. You can go to KloosKnockoutNails.com to find any kind of beautiful peel-on, stick-on, whatever you want to call it. It's 100% authentic, real fingernail polish, ladies and gentlemen. It is the good stuff. This site is full of awesome uh, inventory she has. This is Wendy's site. Just to name a couple of here, she has some uh, really good stuff. We got the After Hours Purple. We got the Alaskan Skies, a nice teal color. We have the All Fun and Fiesta, which is a nice looking pink. And we got the All Wild Up. Looks like we got a little leopard print on there. And that's just to name, hey, we they even have an Always and Forever. So... Ladies, guys looking to get your girl something, go to KloosKnockoutNails.com to order whatever you need. And that is Kloos with a K-L-O-O-S, KnockoutNails.com. All right, guys, I just want to do a, do a little shout out here. You can find me on Instagram at Hitters.Only. You can find me on Facebook, uh, Hitters Only. My email is staley at hittersonly.com. So please uh, email me if you have a question or if you'd like to be on the podcast. And of course, you can message me on any of those platforms if you want to ask me a question and I'll talk about it on the show. Maybe uh, just send me a thought, something to think about. Maybe send me some criticism. I don't know. I haven't gotten a bad review yet, but hey, I'm sure it's coming. Speaking of reviews... I've gotten some really nice text message calls the last couple of weeks. People being really supportive of the podcast. People have been very kind with their words and um, telling me to keep it up. And I appreciate that. I've had some good friends hit me up and some people that I haven't talked to in a while. And I thought that was pretty cool. My cousin messaged me. Uh, my, my buddy, good buddy Matt, hit me up. Uh, the old father-in-law told me I was doing a good thing and of course, my parents are always uh, supporting me, and so I just want to thank everybody that's uh, shouted out to me and uh, been been nice about it, and uh, I really appreciate it. I really do, and I'm having a lot of fun with this, and I'm going to keep it moving. So, in other news, I got some hitters of the day. I had to change it up a little bit. Um, we went to the lake this weekend, and on the way back, an absolute slapper came on. And that is Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Mississippi Queen, you know what I mean. So that was slamming on the way back from the lake Friday night, so I wanted to throw that on there. Another one we got, uh, my sister-in-law actually sent this song to me because she knows how much I love music. It's uh, Cooped Up slash Return of the Mac by Post Malone. So... I was torn on this when I first saw the title because Return of the Mac is a great song, an absolute hitter of hitters, 
a heavy hitter, as I would call it. And uh, Post Malone did a little mix-up with it, and it's really good. It's a it's a fun song. So that's Cooped Up by um, by Post Malone. So y'all check that out. And the last one I'm going to talk about is Kit Moore sings a cover of Backseat, and it's really good. You can watch it on YouTube, and uh, pretty sure I have it on my iTunes, so it's available there as well. Y'all check that out. Right there in the back seat. I don't really listen to Kit Moore because, well, let's be honest. He's just not that good. But he does sing a good version of the back seat, which I do like. In other news, the uh, quote of the day, or usually when I say quote of the day, it's usually a lyric that I rip out of a song and uh, it makes me think about something. Makes me think about what they said, and it's usually one of those deals where you pause it and then run it back and then listen to it like three times and then think about it for too long. So, hey, perks of wearing headphones all day at work. But um, two shots for the city that raised me. I'm thankful for the pain that it gave me because without it, no one would even know that I'm alive. So I thought that was a cool little lyric from uh, Killer Mike's new album, and the first song on that album is Down By Law. Killer Mike just dropped that album a couple of weeks ago. It's really good. I mean, it's a uh, it's definitely a rap album, so if you're not into rap and, um, you know, the lyrics of rap, then I wouldn't get into that. But if you do like rap and hip-hop and all that good stuff, definitely check out Killer Mike's new album. I've been listening to it. It's been a, it's been a hip-hop kind of week. I've been needing to pick me up, you know, it's it's that grind time right now and the, and sometimes when you get to the middle of the summer you start getting wore down cuz we're busy in the summer we like to work hard play hard kind of deal we go to the lake a lot you know we socialize a lot we do a lot with the kid and uh and it's hot you're sweating it kind of drains you you know the the sun will get you so you know I've been needing to pick me up so I've been listening to a little bit of hip hop rap stuff like that so Shout out Killer Mike, and hey, shout out uh, to some of these stuff that, some of these songs that'll pick you up, that'll pick your soul up off the floor on that Monday morning. Sometimes coffee don't do it, y'all. You need something else, and that's usually music for me. So, in other news, I have uh, Chiggers, Chiggers are the devil. Me and my wife have been attacked by chiggers we are both suffering multiple chigger bites in some of the worst places uh my legs right now as i'm talking are on fire because i just loaded my all of my inner thigh down with icy hot yeah biofreeze i'm caked in that stuff my legs are numb but i'm not itching i'm not itching i mean what what's a chigger I was looking up some stuff on them the other day. There's all kinds of names for them. Basically, they're a nasty little little mite that get in your skin and pop a little egg in there or something, and then it makes you itch for 24 to 48 hours. Man, I hope this is going to be a 24-hour deal because I am literally about to rip the skin off of my legs. And the thing is, folks, if you're going to walk in the high grass in the summer, wear boots, long socks, and blue jeans 
That's what I did, and it didn't work at all. So I don't know what to tell you. I guess you're just kind of screwed. I guess you're just kind of screwed with the chiggers. You know, I am highly allergic to poison ivy. Anything that'll give you a nasty little itchy deal, I'm allergic to that. So we are fighting. We are powering through chigger season. In other news, I was watching ESPN the other day, and they were showing the highlights from the Frank's Hot Dog Eating Contest. And oh boy, was that a treat. After doing some research on the Frank's Hot Dog Eating Contest, I have learned that Joey Chestnut ate 62 wieners down the gullet. Wow. I mean, who can eat 62 hot dogs? And the crazy thing is, the time is 10 minutes. How do you, I can't even fathom why, how that's even possible to eat 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Bun too. Don't forget the buns. That's 62 hot dog buns. I mean, how many hot dogs in a Frank's? I guess it's what, like a 10-pack? They got five. It's like the double one you get from the stove. And there's what, four, ten, I don't know, like maybe eight buns in a pack? That's so insane. That's like more than a large pizza in hot dog buns. I mean, I can eat a large pizza if if I have to. <laughs> If I have to. I've willingly done that more times than I'm proud of. So, Joey Chestnut, he's been rocking the record since 2007. He has been the world the world um, record holder, and he's been holding the title since 2007. What a savage. Shout out to Joey Chestnut. That is insane. I Honestly, they really should do like a pay-per-view thing, because I know they're not going to show this on normal TV, to where you like cameras follow him like after like the two minute interview like immediately fall I mean he looks so miserable when they're interviewing him like you can tell he's just about to throw up 60 hot dogs in this woman's face but you know that as soon as he gets off camera he goes somewhere and absolutely up chucks all that he has to because I would almost think that that's like dangerous like at what point can your stomach actually like blow up so they should do a little like after hours thing with that just to just just anyways hey and i want to shout out to mickey sudo coming in with the women's division 39 and a half dogs that's what i'm talking about mickey mickey sudo so that's what's up the whole thing started in 1916 by some immigrants on coney island at a nathan's hot dog stand so, this has been going on since 1916, folks, and I can't wait till next year. If you want to follow that, it's usually always televised, or I'm sure you can watch it on YouTube or wherever, but it's always usually around the 4th of July, because what's more American than eating a freaking hot dog? I mean, I bet, I wonder how many hot dogs he just, like, casually eats. I bet he eats a lot because he had to practice. So, you know, anyways, y'all check that out. In other news, I was at uh, church today, and 
the same guy called me Stacy again. So I just wanted to feel y'all out on what y'all, what do people call y'all? You know, I, I, I don't know what else to do. You know, I've told them my real name. I've corrected him a couple of times, and it's it's every time, boy, he sticks that hand out, shake it, and it's Stacy. And I don't even really get offended anymore, you know. At least, at least he's not calling me Stanley. You know, then we might have to change churches or something. But, I mean, in a, in a daggum waiting room, boy, whoo! You see him come out there, and the, they always hit you with the... A sti- and then they got to take that second look at the clipboard. And at this point, I'm already laughing. I'm just getting up, walking towards them. And sometimes they're just like, are you the st- – uh, um, and I'm like, yep, that's me. I mean, I, I'm getting some some Stanley hit haze, some 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 Stolly high, high, height, some Stolly height haze. I mean, they murdered my wife's name, too. They'll the um Caitlin, Caitlin Pate Hayes. I mean, man. And if you get a, if you get somebody coming out there holding the clipboard that's a daggum Asian, it's Stan Lee every time. Stan Lee? Stan Lee, hey? Every time, man. So that's always a good time. I don't. I don't really. Uh, I don't. I don't get too offended anymore. I, th- I think it's kind of funny now. For some. For some reason, it used to bother me. But something I've learned through the years with all my wisdom is you don't get to pick your nicknames. I mean, man, I can't tell you how many people call me stale bread, and I guarantee you, I never told anybody to call me that. Only my close friends call me that. Stay dog. That's another one. So, you know, it's not cool if you pick your if you pick your own nickname, that's not cool and you should you should probably stop doing that. But um in other news, uh went to the fair this past week, the DeKalb County Fair. And man, it was a good time. Took took the girls. Uh she's still too little to ride any any rides, but man, did she turn up during the goat petting thing. She was feeding them goats rubbing their noses, grabbing their horns. There was a donkey in there that was extra cool. Pet the donkey. She uh we we you know, gave a couple of dollars to a little stand, got some got some feed. I think it was dog food. I really do. But she did so good with the animals. So I was really proud cuz uh you know, we were raising her to love animals and respect animals. And she's done really well. So she's not intimidated. To be honest, I'm freaked out by goats. As a child, a couple of them rammed me. They put them horns down and started scratching them hooves. and <laughs> Boom! Just straighten the hip, son. So I don't really mess with goats. We're going to get some because my wife wants some. And, you know, that's just how that goes. But she did really good. And I'm always sketched out by donkeys, man. They got them big chompers on them. I mean, you dadgum reach out and give a, a donkey an apple, he might take your, your ring finger, you know? So, but the fair was cool, man. I didn't eat no fair food. Y'all thought I was, y'all gonna, y'all thought y'all were going to catch me slipping, huh? Nope. I ain't eating them funnel cakes, y'all. God bless the DeKalb County Volunteer Fire Department, but I ain't eating no funnel cake, y'all. 
I seen my brother eat a funnel cake at a yard sale one time, and by the time we got to the next yard sale, he threw up on a recliner. My dad had to buy it. So I ain't eating no funnel cake. Nope, nope. Maybe, uh, you know, if I was going to eat some fair food, maybe I would eat a hot dog just because I feel like you can leave a hot dog in like a cool, in like a hot cooler in the back of a truck for a week and still eat it. Like, I remember like in high school and stuff going camping, like I would just buy like two packs of hot dogs and just like stick them in the campfire and, and eat them. And then sometimes the next morning I would just eat them like, I don't think they're technically raw, but I mean, it's just a cancer stick. So I, I just used to eat them just room temperature cancer sticks. I mean, they don't go bad. They're like McDonald's fries. You can leave one of them daggum under your seat. And uh, you can take a bite once a year when you're on the way to the beach. You know what I mean? Them things don't go bad. But uh, the fair was cool, man. I can't wait till next year when she can get on all the little rides. Because uh, Daddy has thrown up at a fair before. On, on the things that rock, and they rock back and forth, left to right, and then they pick up more momentum as they keep rocking left and right, and then eventually they start doing a full circle. Well, as a young child, uh, my neighbor took me, uh, Mike Thomas, who has since uh, passed away, RIP, uh, Mr. Mike. He, uh, he took us to the Stones River Fair in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, back when it was at Stones River Mall. And um, we were on that thing, and it was rocking us. Just back and forth, man. And when we kind of were getting about halfway, I started feeling a little sketchy. And I I did. I threw up at the very top, and then when it came back down, we all got sprayed because the ride actually dipped below the chunks. And everybody got chunked on, y'all. So... I like I like fairs and stuff like that, carnivals, but man, you just got to be careful, really. You got to be careful out there, and uh, you got to behave. You got to get on rides that that um, compliment you and your stomach, and you got to eat safe food, y'all. All this fairing and laking and summer activities, though, has gotten me fired up for football season. I'm starting to smell it early in the morning. On these cool mornings, I can smell the shoulder pads cracking. I'm ready. I cannot wait. I'm fired up. Hopefully, Tennessee is going to be real good this year. They're landing some big recruits. I think it's going to be an average year for Tennessee. I don't think anybody's screaming that we're going about to go win the Natty, but I think we are going to be real competitive this year, and I think Tennessee is going to win some big games. So I'm excited about that. Um, I, I love the fall. It's something so n- nostalgic about it. Me and my wife always go to some high school games. We've been checking out Oakland High School uh, back-to-back state championships. And, man, I think they've won, whew, I bet you in the last 12 to 13 years, I bet you they've won four state championships. So they are doing well. And... Um, they were a big rival in high school, but hey, after so many years, you don't really care as much about like who, what school you, other school you didn't like in high school. You just want them all to do good. So I cheer for them all now. It doesn't matter where I went. So we always go to a couple of Oakland games, check them out. My old football coach is coaching for them, so it's always cool to see him and run into those guys that are still out there 
um, grinding. Shout out Coach Guthrie. Shout out Coach Watson. And as always, shout out Coach Andres. Keep doing your thing, son. Do it, Trey. But fall is also cool because that's when we go on our annual family vacation. And by family, it is usually me, my wife, the new addition, little Sonny, and uh, sometimes my best buddy Evan, who y'all have hopefully heard heard from, um, comes with us. I don't know if he's coming with us this year. I think we're going to go to a different area. I think we're going to go to Pensacola down to old Portofino Resort. And we're going to hit that in October wide open. Man, it's going to be a good time. I'm really excited about going. I love the beach, man. So it's nice. I'm always ready to come home because I get homesick. But I'm ready for my vacation, y'all. I need it. I need it this year. So it's going to be a good time. We're, we're, we decided to go to um, Pensacola this year because it's such a shorter drive. Going all the way down to Amelia Island near Jacksonville is a haul. And the, and the little girl don't sleep the whole time no more. So, you know, she, she's going to have to blaze through a couple of movies, take a couple of naps, and eat some snackaroos in the back seat, and we'll get there. You know what I mean? If you had to pick a certain genre of music to listen to year-round in every season, what would it be? Would you go would you go rock? Would you go country? Would you go rap? R and B? That'd be interesting if somebody picked R and B. Dang. It's like you got nothing but love in you, cuz. So what would you pick? Just a little just a little food, a little food for thought, thought for food. I don't know what I'm trying to say with that, but I'd probably go with country, y'all. Because uh, today's country music, let's be honest, it's not, I mean, it's a little bit country, but it's more like southern rock now. I feel like officially that's what um, country music has moved into. It's like a version of rock. That's what it is. And the, and the lyrically, it talks about, you know, back roads and all the stuff country music talks about. You know, Morgan Wallen he does a very good job at telling stories in his songs and I think that's what's important with country music you know it's a good tune that tells a story and got a little twang to it but it's also you know it's heavy on the guitar and it it's basically southern rock you know a lot of country music is very like it's almost um I don't even like rock like 80s 70s rock is I feel like it's just it's the same thing it's just country music's got a little southern twang to it so i'd probably go with country because that's that seems to be excuse me what i listen to the most year round so i don't know what would you guys do in other news the other day i uh went and got a fresh cut at lunch and um after i got my hair cut i zipped across the street to blue coast burrito which is one of my favorite luncheon spots. And um, I only get 30 minutes on my lunch break, so I got to be quick. And there's a lot of stuff close to my work, so I can pretty I can get around pretty good. I, I utilize my time as, as best I can. So usually I actually eat my food before lunch because my job's lenient and cool like that. And then as soon as um, 11 o'clock hits, I'm in my truck going to run an errand because uh, I like to 
like I said, I like to utilize my time the best I can. And sometimes I can't run errands after work because I got to go pick up the baby girl, which is the best part of the day. So I was at Blue Coast, and I was in a little bit of a rush, and I got my burrito order. And then I always hit the guy at the end with the, hey, man, can you give me a water cup? And they're always like, yeah, man. So they give me a water cup. And there was two uh, there was two nice ladies in front of me. I guess I was paying attention to what they were doing because I was in, in a little bit of a um, time crunch. And so the first lady... She puts like two cubes of ice in her cup, and she's got a she's got one of them Route 44s, y'all, the big cups. And she only like hit the look, you know, the and like two little cubes fell in there. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then she went for the old DDP, Dr Pepper, and she filled that sucker up until the bubbly started bubbling, and then she sat there and waited. For it to bubble back down, which keep in mind, probably took about 30 seconds. And then hit it again. And then did that until that thing was completely full to the rim. With two ice cubes in it and no bubbles. And the lady behind her did the same thing. And I was a little bit annoyed. I've never been held up by fizz before. I didn't know what to think. And I, I don't think that I would usually probably pay attention, but, like, at this point, I had, like, two minutes into watching, like, Carbonation settle. And I'm like, I was just like, I don't know, like, how I feel about this. Like, should you, I don't know, what do you folks think? Like, if you hit that Coke thing, and what, if it bubbles up, do you get out of line? Or do you stay in your ground? And, and you don't want to give your spot up? Because they weren't giving their spot up. And the thing that kills me is they were eating together in the restaurant. It's a Coke fountain. You can go back up there in five minutes and refill that thing. I mean, you already got the Route 44. Just fill it halfway up with ice, put some Coke in there, and go and enjoy a cold beverage, and then go refill before you leave. I thought that was odd. I'd never seen anybody do that before. And uh, I don't know. What do y'all think? In other news, there's not much going on in the sports world. Um, a little drama with Northwestern football. They uh, fired the uh, head football coach, Pat Fitzgerald. I think he's been coaching there for like a ridiculous amount of time. I think like 12 years or something like that. And he was fired because there was some alleged hazing inside the program and multiple players are coming forward and saying that there was a lot of hazing, um, some racial stuff that was going on. They were making the black players um, cut their dreads, um, doing some real stupid stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of weird, and I just was thinking about it, and I was like, I didn't realize that, like, I mean, I know you see on Hard Knocks where the professionals do, like, a light, light version of that. Like, they'll, you know, they'll make the rookies, like, one day during training camp, like, carry everybody's pads in the building or something like something goofy but nothing serious but apparently they were doing some real nasty stuff over there at north uh northwestern which you know he claimed that he knew nothing about it and this was all done by the players but apparently there's players coming forward now and they're saying that this has been going on for years 
and that he's fully aware of it and that he would actually tell senior players like, hey, that guy needs to be – he needs to be checked. He needs to be hazed. And they were doing stupid stuff. I'm not, I'm not completely sure exactly what they were doing. I mean, if it's serious enough to make some grown men – get upset about it and leave the program and to fire the coach it must be pretty serious but you know Northwestern stinks they've always stunk so I don't think anybody really cares but shame on them there's no reason to haze football players Peyton Manning said uh one time they asked him about like do y'all do anything to the rookies and he said no he said because we're trying to win football games and we're trying to win Super Bowls and at some point in the the season we're going to need those rookies and I want us to all have good relationships. And uh, I don't want them to have any kind of grudge against anybody in the team. And also, he thought that was that stuff was a waste of time and energy. And that's how I feel. I mean, it's stupid. You, Everybody's a good athlete. Everybody's came from, obviously, being a star player at their high school. Now you're playing at a high level in college, and you're doing that crap. It's like, man, we're here to play football. Like, you're not hazing me. I'm going to tell you right now, it wouldn't happen for this old boy. I don't do that stuff. I want. I one time did not go to church camp because I thought somebody was going to give me a swirly. There was one threat of a swirly, and I said, nope. And a swirly, back in the Dizay, if y'all don't know, is when somebody, when an older dude or somebody would pick you up and dunk your head in the toilet and then flush it. And then when, when you come out, you know, your hair is all in a swirl because they flushed the toilet while your, while your hair was in there. And I heard that was going on at a church camp, and I refused to go. My, I, I mean, I was going. My name was on the back of the, the church camp shirt. And I said, nope, ain't nobody doing that to me. And I, I told my dad about it. I said, Dad, they're giving people swirlies. I don't want to go. And he was like, you know, well, uh, I kind of asked him. I said, what, what do I do? Somebody tries to give me a swirly. And he said, you punch him right in the face, son. So uh, nobody ever gave given me a swirly, but if they did, I would have punched him right in the face, Dad. So I appreciate that. I thought that was good advice. So, in other news, the Titans signed DeAndre Hopkins. DeHop, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. So that'll be a big uh, that'll be a big benefit for the Titans. That'll give them another good solid receiver. And hey, hopefully it doesn't work out like Julio Jones and the rest of them. Randy Moss, stunk. So, Julio Jones, stunk. So, hopefully, hopefully that works out for the Titans. Not much going on for the sports world, guys. We're really just waiting on football season. That's all we're doing. We are ready to get there. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. I'm fired up. By the end of football season, I'm always glad it's over. But, you know, at the same time, after a couple months go by, footballless, I am ready to go. I am fired up. So, in other news, I saw a uh, hanging out in the living room this past week and had a YouTube on and some just, you know, videos and stuff were playing in the background music. And uh, Larry Fleet had a cool little mix-up on there. It's called Back Porch, Back Porch Sessions. Uh, Garden and Guns Magazine is the people who sponsored it, and that's Larry Fleet. So y'all, y'all check that out. Larry Fleet, Back Porch ses- Sessions, Sessions. So I thought that was cool. 
Um, Larry Fleet's a good, a, a really good country artist, guys. If y'all don't know who he is, I've shouted out. Hopefully, I've shouted out him before. Him, Heath Sanders, some of them guys are some of my favorites. I think old Larry's getting pretty big. He's got that song, Working Man, that I am... Uh, I love that song. It's just uh, reminds me of, you know, so many people that work hard and myself. And that song hits the uh, hits the heart heavy. And my wife actually sent him an Instagram message a couple of years ago and said, you know, she just said how much she liked his music and um, how um, Working Man made her think of her dad and uh, how she uh, really, you know, appreciated it and all that. And he actually messaged her back and said, you know, hey, I, you know, appreciate it. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. So I thought that was, I, I really liked him since then. That's, I thought that was pretty cool. So in other news, what do y'all think about the old Jason Aldean situation? That boy is selling records like hotcakes now. I kind of figured that's how that would go. Um Honestly, I think CMT is pretty stupid for pulling the video. But then again, who watches CMT? Not me. I hadn't watched CMT in a long time. Does anybody watch CMT? I mean, what's even on that channel anymore? It's like MTV now is nothing but like the same Rob Deerdeck show, like on repeat. There's like nothing on that show anymore or on MTV channel. Back in the day, MTV was a jam. My mom used to, not, used to not even let me watch MTV. That's how good MTV was. Yeah, so they pulled Jason Aldean's um, music video, Try That in a Small Town, and pretty much the music video is just footage of what I'm assuming is clips from the riots back in 2020, the summer of 2020, when all those um, riots were going down following the um, death of uh, George Floyd or I guess I should say murder. I guess he was just talking about the negative aspects of the protest, which, um, you know, a lot of those started off as protests and ended up into violent riots that damaged a lot of property and people. And I don't think either side handled it good. I don't think the police handled it good. And I don't think the people that were acting a fool handled it good. So that was um, sad to see. But... I guess they pulled it because they didn't like the narrative he was kind of pushing out there about like, you know, hey, come and try that in a small town and see what happens. Somebody will shoot you with their granddaddy's gun. That's basically what he's kind of saying. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, that stuff's not going to happen in a small town. I just think that's kind of what he was trying to say. Honestly, I think Jason Aldean probably could have just done without this song. It's a classic Jason Aldean song. It sounds like all Jason Aldean songs. They all sound the same. So, which I like Jason Aldean. I still think that his first album ever was his best one. But, uh, yeah, CMT pulled the video, and I think Luke Bryan requested they take his videos down, too, if they're going to be like that. And Luke Bryan tweeted out something like, let's Bud Light CMT. I thought that was pretty funny. I don't know. Weird situation. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I think um, it was a little blimp, and nobody's going to be talking about that next week. So, like I said... I think uh, Jason Aldean probably could have just made a better song and left that whole scenario alone. And I think also CMT could have just left the video up and not made a big deal out of it. You know, whatever to both of them. But anyways, I got some good guests lined up. I'm excited. 
I'm going to have Mrs. Haynes on, and that is my Mrs. Haynes, my wife. We're going to talk about some baby stuff coming up and uh, talk about motherhood and all the wonderful and beautiful things that's involved in that and raising a youngin. And we're going to kind of give our story and, um, you know, just sitting here and cut up and have a good time. I'm going to have my parents on to talk about um, their businesses. They have uh, own a couple of Airbnbs, and they own a business called Living for Seniors. Well, I'll talk more about that when, when they come on. So I'm excited to have them on, and I'm going to have uh, Sergeant Philip Goolsby on, retired uh, U.S. Army medic. So I'm going to have him on to talk, and i got some other guests lined up, and uh, he doesn't know it yet, but my uh, preacher, Dr. Hunter Hay, I'm going to have him on at some point to talk about religion. He's a doctor, like I said. He's a very smart guy. He's, I think he's got his doctorate in theology, but I'm not 100% sure. He's been to, uh, you know, is it seminary? He's been to seminary. So he's a real smart guy. I've known him for a long time. So I'm going to have him on. And I'm really excited about that one. I haven't even asked him yet because I'm, 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 I really want to get some. I've been thinking a lot about some of the things I want to talk to him. And that could easily be a four-hour podcast if I'm not careful because uh, he's such a smart guy and he's busy and I want to respect his time. But anyways, um, yeah, so I'm excited about what we got coming up. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. This has been uh, a really good time. So hitters only. <laughs>